0: Hi and welcome to this new episode of Bids and Pieces. And in the spirit of uh, playing on words, I am calling this, It's a Bid Disappointing. One One of the things that I think people can be put off by in terms of bid writing is that there are no guarantees You need to have quite a thick skin, really. It's a little bit like going for an audition um, or, you know, setting your wares out on the table almost and saying, you know, do you like this? Are you interested? Come and buy. And, you know, once you submit a bid, you've most likely poured so much of yourself and lots of time and energy and no doubt angst into that bid. And then you're you're there, eagerly awaiting the, the response. And mainly it's about coming to a place of saying, okay. And it may sound a little bit cliche, but letting go of the outcome. Once you've sent it, there's nothing you can do. You've done your best. You may recognize that there were circumstances that kind of worked against you, so. In that sense, you may be thinking, well, we could have done better. And that's absolutely fine. You need to recognise when you evaluate post-submission what those factors were. Were they all within your control? Were they things that, you know, just were not? Um, Maybe you didn't spend enough time reading the guidelines and struggled to write to to type to what they expected maybe you were relying upon other people for the information and it just didn't come to you in time so that you didn't have enough time to interpret for instance data that you needed because sometimes funders want specific data they want hard data sometimes they might want case studies and it could be that you're relying upon other people for that information and this isn't about passing the book or, or kind of laying blame at someone else's door. It's about taking an holistic view to this and saying, actually, these were the reasons why. And this, just to say that these were the reasons why it didn't go as smoothly as I'd hoped. But these may not be um, givens that, 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 that the bid will be unsuccessful. So just to bear that in mind, that even if you feel like that as you're pressing submit, that that, that does not mean it's a foregone conclusion that this, that this bid is not going to be successful. And that leads me to another element. You don't know who else is submitting. You don't know the calibre of the other bids. You will never know. Some funders will tell afterwards who was successful. Um, how much they were awarded, and that can be quite useful, but it can also be a little bit confusing, because certainly I've looked at these summaries and thought, well, this is interesting that this, this organisation were going to reach, you know, 10 areas, 10 geographical areas, and they were awarded this amount, and this um, this organisation were going to reach two geographical areas, and they were awarded more sometimes it's about number crunching sometimes it is about the amount of amount of reach but not always every funder is looking for something different and it's really crucial to not take this personally you need to develop a bid resilience you need to understand that it's not all about you know whether you are doing great work or whether you're a a great writer and in fact it's really not about whether you're a great writer I'll be talking about that in another in another bid there's so many uh, components and so many factors that influence a successful bid that you really cannot afford to get caught up in woe be me and oh my gosh we're not good at this and You know, and it may be that you need some help with the actual bid writing. Well, that's what I'm here for. But just to to kind of not take it on and take it in, in a way that means that you become demoralized. In a sense, you have to be able to get back on the horse, as it were, because there's always another bid around the corner. You may have been working on two or three bids at the same time, and that may be another reason why the bid is compromised. But in this game, the bid writing game, you need to be able to speculate to accumulate. That doesn't mean applying for every bid going, irrespective of whether it's a fit, but it does mean that you develop a keen eye for what is is right for your org and for you, and apply, apply, apply if it is. So that can sometimes mean that you're working on more than one bid Or it might mean that you have to make a decision between bids and prioritise. That's not easy, especially when you're starting out and especially when you're working project by project. Because you might feel like, well, actually, we have to apply for everything because, you know, we really need this. We really need this money. And it can be difficult to say no, just like it can be difficult to say no to to gigs, to projects, to pieces of work and to people. It can be difficult to say no to a bid. So you may look at a bid and think, oh, you know, but but if we do this and we do that, we could we could kind of make ourselves fit. I would say that the the best way of bid success or or kind of getting closer to bid success is to be discerning in your choices. I'm, we'll most definitely talk about this in other episodes because I think that this is a thread that runs throughout and it's a learning process. Bid writing is an involvement. It's an involvement as you as an individual and you as an organisation and understanding what bid, uh, funders are looking for and what your bid writing capacity is and what skills base you have, it, particularly those that are transferable from other areas of your work as I've said before your project management skills your organisational skills your ability to network and link in with the right people to get the information that you need to make this as much or uh, as close as possible to being successful as you can make it but then ultimately accepting that once you've pressed submit it's not in your hands so so It can be a bit disappointing. It really, really can. And I've been there. I've I've been in situations where I've been disappointed, but I've learned not to take that um, personally. Often nowadays when I'm disappointed, it's just because within myself, I've managed to Um, visualise a project, I've visualised it happening, I've visualised the beneficiaries, I've visualised this working, I've visualised the way that this will enrich and enhance the organisation and so when the bid's not successful I can't help but feel like "Hmm, you know that's not going to happen now and it's about moving forward into other bids and saying that actually you know we've got this information we may need to rejig it but we've got it now and we can reuse it again i hope that's helpful for everyone take care now and if you do need some help with your bids or just thinking about talking about or your bids or some mentoring please make contact with me um, and i'm happy to help take care